0: and i was just like i was i mean not gonna lie i was definitely naked you're listening to swept together the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home at work and on the road
1: we're your hosts annabelle and christian join us as we explore the world and make our home together wherever we end up
0: because after all home is our own irresistible irresistible interview Hey guys, welcome to Swept Together, the show where we talk about love and business and travel and and learn from other successful couples on how to do all those things and do them well.
1: This week, we have an incredibly special show for you because we are talking to Elise and Scott of Hey Sweet Pea, who happen to be some of my personal business mentors.
0: Yeah, and in this episode, we chat with Elise and Scott Grice of Hey Sweet Pea, which is a design studio. Um, And an online branding school that Annabelle has been taking for like the past two years. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. so. And they've helped thousands of students build contagiously happy lives and businesses through their program. And um, that program is called My Own Irresistible Brand.
1: So today on the show, they share with us the super fun ritual that they've incorporated to relive the honeymoon magic on a regular basis as well as the boundaries they have in place to protect their marriage from how all-consuming entrepreneurship can be.
0: Yeah, and if you need to catch up on some of our previous episodes where we talked to other couples who are in business together, um, please go back to the archives. Check out iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You could subscribe there, and then it'll be delivered straight to your phone every Tuesday. (laughs)
1: If you happen to be listening on iTunes or the podcast app and you get value out of the show that we put together for you every week, we would really appreciate a rating on iTunes. You can find instructions on how to do that at com slash share the love. So without further ado, let's jump right into our interview with Scott and Elise. Well, welcome Elise and Scott to Swept Together. We are so excited to have you guys here.
2: Welcome to <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having us. We're super excited oh to be my here. So, Oh my goodness. you
0: know who else is super excited that you're here? Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
2: It's true. You guys all week. you guys then, have
1: had a really big impact on me and my business and I mean for the last like I think it's been two years since I first signed up for my own irresistible brand. And uh, you guys have been in my lives almost as long as uh, Christian has. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> Congratulations to all of us. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: but I put a ring on it. So that's true.
1: You, know.
2: <laughs> you definitely upped the ante on us.
1: <laughs> well, um,. Let's start at the beginning, uh, before there was a contagiously happy business called Hey Sweet Pea. How did you guys meet, and how long have you been together?
2: So we met in college briefly. Um, we we went to the same school for just a semester, mm-hmm. and we kind of uh, knew who one another was, but we didn't, like, get to know each other at all. Like, we
3: have kind of, like, these brief... Memories yeah, of like, like passing, passing each other in the hall, and, sort of thing. Uh, people,
2: people who knew the other person, but yeah. So uh, were after, they all in
1: slow motion? <laughs> yeah,
2: there there were very few. Of we did not run in the same circles. <laughs> no, uh, and I like,
3: we wouldn't have dated back then.
2: No, no, not at all. Yeah, and so um, I won't go into all the reasons why.
3: And um, <laughs> you were too cool, and I wasn't cool enough. That's I basically. Mean, I'm not
2: going to say that, but. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so we, um, Elise ended up uh, getting a job. And so she, um, she left school to go work at Sony Pictures. And uh, we kind of went our separate ways um, for not very long before um, some people that I was hanging out with going to Disneyland every week started inviting Elise to come. And so we spent like a year and a half just in the same friend group going to Disneyland together basically like once a week almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, And just fell in love over time. Yeah. So.
3: So we've been we've been officially together for seven and a half years, yeah. but we've known each wow. other for over 10, almost ten almost ten. Yeah.
0: Wow. So like uh, I know that the big Disneyland because I grew up in Orange County myself, so there I oh, had nice. tons of friends. Yeah, and I had like tons of friends that had the past, and they would all go together, and it, it was like a, literally like a weekly thing, or I even mean, twice weekly. Um, yeah. Is that something that kept you guys going strong, or, or what else has kept you guys going strong through a lasting relationship and a lasting marriage?
2: Yeah, so we, um, Disney's definitely uh, been <laughs> some glue that's held us together.
3: If it weren't <laughs> for Disney, Disney magic guys. Magic, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so like
2: like we live we live in uh in Florida now, so we go to we have Disney World passes. We go to Disney World maybe once a week. If
3: not like four times in a week. But we also <laughs> our honeymoon our honeymoon was a Disney cruise. We also repeat our honeymoon every 6 months. So we love Disney cruising. So yes, Disney is definitely a huge part of it. But the the thing that is always that has kept our marriage as strong as it is is that we've always placed our marriage first. So our marriage always comes first. It trumps everything else. And that includes our business, that includes extended family, friends, um, outside obligations. Everything else is like, you know, lower on the totem pole in importance um, because the marriage always comes first. And I think that has affected every decision that we've made and that has affected just every day together. And um, so, yeah, that's definitely the reason why we feel like our marriage is you know is so strong um, and we loved being married. We loved our first year. We loved our, we loved every year. Everyone always told us, they're like, the first year is gonna be so hard. Right. They're like, if not the first year, the third year is gonna be hard. And then when you tell yeah. them, oh no, the third year isn't hard. They're like, well then it's the fifth year. The fifth year is gonna be hard. Or the, seventh the, seventh year, the seventh
2: year. Basically, whatever year was hard for them yep. is gonna be the year right. that's supposedly right. hard for you. And
3: that's not true at all. So whatever anybody else puts on you in your marriage is like, you just let that roll off your back because that's their marriage. It's not your marriage. And um, so we just always let that roll off our backs.
0: <laughs> All right. And that's like kind of a reflection of what they're going through, maybe at the time.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's marriage looks different and everybody goes through hard things differently and at different stages in their marriage. You know, they could experience a death or a loss or they could, you know, uh, lose a baby or whatever that is. And that makes that season of life hard, but one of the things that Scott and I really believe is that marriage itself is not hard. Um, Other things in life are hard. (laughs) Um, Loss is hard, building a business is hard, family can be hard, all of those things can be hard, but we have worked really hard to make sure that our our business, I mean our marriage, our marriage isn't hard. Um, And that is the thing that, you know, Even though everything else around us may be falling apart and it may be a difficult season, the marriage is the thing that is going to get us through it. And so um, because of that, we just have a very different perspective on marriage than a lot of people do. A lot of people blame their marriage when they lose their job or they move and it's really hard or they lose, um, lose a family member and they blame it on the marriage. And it really isn't the marriage's fault. You know, like crap happens Mm -hmm. all of the time. We all experience crappy things our entire lives. And I think a lot of people blame the marriage more than they should. You know, if that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, -hmm. off on a real, on a, on a little tangent, when people set. um, heard about us being in this rv together they're like oh, oh gosh, you know yeah. what if you guys could stay in rv in that close of a quarters for you know that long then it's definitely going to be an easy marriage <laughs> and i'm like yeah.
2: did you guys hear that too when you guys in your where oh you're- uh, yeah, yeah. We, we even hear like even now like we're not on the road anymore but um you know when right. we tell people when they find out about that you know the reaction is oh I could never do that with my spouse. Like we <laughs> right. would kill each other. Or
3: even just owning a business together. And pe- like even yeah. the other day, someone said to Scott, he's like, you must really like your wife. <laughs> like that was not right. like, like you must really, and Scott was like, yes, yeah. dude. I really like my wife. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I hope you really like your wife.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: yeah, we have heard that a lot. This, I hope you guys do okay in that camper. And we're like. Yeah we're, like, yeah, we're doing great.
0: <laughs> we really like being here. We like being we like together. being together.
3: Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. Like surprise, um, surprise. We chose each other because we like each other. So right. <laughs> totally. Yep. Totally. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's um, transition real quick to uh, talk about life uh, since starting your company. Hey, sweet pea. Um, for our listeners who haven't heard about you yet or your company, can you give us a quick like brief intro of of what Hey, sweet pea is all about?
3: Yeah, so P is a branding studio turned online branding school where we teach creative entrepreneurs how to start attracting more, uh, selling more, and living more. So we love the balance of all three of not just attracting the right kinds of customers, but selling to them, and then making sure that you're building a business that actually gives you life instead of takes from it.
2: Yeah, which is... Um, sometimes a rarity
3: yes in our industry I feel like nobody talks about you know basically the importance of your life um, yeah, it's about creating a
2: successful business, not a successful life. Like yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. the focus and the driving factor.
3: And we, we uh, you know, our, for us, our life is the most important part. Like we built a business to give us a life, not take from it. And so if at any point our business starts taking away from our lives, then we're doing something wrong. And we see that a lot. Like there's a lot, we have a lot of students who come into um, our online branding school and that we teach who really st- struggle finding voices that say, no, like your family is a priority, your husband, your wife is a priority, um, your life is a priority. And let's figure out the business stuff so that you can actually live a better life, you know, actually really live a better life.
0: (laughs) Right. So have the business support the life and not the other way around.
3: Yes. Which is what you guys are doing in the camper. I mean, so many people, know, want they're like, okay, someday I'm oh, going yeah. to and people do this like with even in the so in the corporate world, they say, okay, I'm gonna work all these years so that I can retire. And then they train they they bring that into their business when they start their business. And they say, Okay, I'm gonna hustle for X amount of years and when I'm done hustling, then I'll finally have the successful business and I'll finally be able to live the life that I want to live. Instead of realizing that they could actually start living a life now, which is what you guys are doing by living in a camper, by traveling, as you're saying, no, I'm not willing to wait to start my life. I'm going to start my life now in the way that I can do it now, in the way that I can afford now. And that's what that's why we chose to live on the road was because we were sick of waiting. We did not want to wait to travel. We wanted to do it while we were building our business.
2: Yeah, while well, we were young enough to enjoy it
3: yeah like, oh, <laughs> we yeah. didn't want to wait until we were you know too old to actually be able to explore everything that we wanted to explore
0: yeah, yeah. i don't know about you guys but i think um when annabelle and i roll into a campground we definitely lower the average age by like a significant oh, yeah. amount <laughs> I don't know oh, if that's yeah. been your experience,
3: too. Yeah, they would always ask us. Everyone would always ask us, um, like, when we'd be in the laundry room doing our laundry or whatever. They're like, you guys look too young to be retired. So what's the story here? Did you win <laughs> yeah. the lottery? Yeah, that like, was, that was the main question. That was the question. number one guess. <laughs> was yeah. That we won
2: the lottery.
3: Yeah. Or they would ask if we were, like, nurses. So we were traveling around the country. Yeah, because that's, that's somewhat
2: more common.
3: Yeah. But it was very, like, they were shocked that we were still working and we were so young and that we were doing this now. And every single one of them, you know, these are people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, everyone's telling us we are so proud of these are strangers telling us that they're so proud of us and that they had wished they had done it the way that we had done it.
2: Yeah, one of my favorite one of my favorite memories from on the road is we're doing this hike up in Washington, up in Glacier National Park, and we are like sitting on the side of the tree doing like a water break and this um this guy he's probably in his early 60s maybe late 50s uh, he's hiking the opposite direction with his friend and they just kind of sit down and start talking with us and uh, real quick he wants to know our story so we kind of tell him oh, we're living on the road traveling full time and as we're telling a story he just stands up and he starts pumping his fists in the air <laughs> and he's kind of like hopping and <laughs>
3: He's a stranger.
2: He's like, I'm so excited for you guys. You guys are doing it. Like this is it. You're doing it. And he was like He was so excited. His friend had like so no cool. clue what was happening. Like completely over his head. <laughs> did not understand. But this guy got it. He like got we're, it. we're like out there living life instead of waiting to live it later, you know, which is the sad truth of how so many people do it.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, because that's what the the equation that we've been given, I mean, since since birth i guess yeah that's that's the american work hard you go through the you know and then you get your retirement and then you and then you live out the rest of your years um you know in happiness and i'm like why can't we have happiness now that would be cool i know
1: right but that all that to say your business wasn't always the way that it is now you guys shifted from one-on-one design services to online courses Uh, Tell us a little bit about that pivotal moment in your lives when you realized you guys needed to adjust your value system and, like, radically change the way that you lived your lives.
3: Yeah. So I think the major turning point, we've told this story a lot over the years because it really is just...
2: It's our origin story.
3: Yeah, it's our origin story. But... um, when a couple of years ago I ended up in the hospital with West Nile and bacterial meningitis. No big deal. Yeah, and so when that happened, it kind of, our lives as we knew them kind of crumbled. So um, our business, which we had built a team of nine, um, just came to a screeching halt because I was the art director and I couldn't even look at a computer screen. I couldn't look at a phone. My eyes weren't working, like my whole body had shut down essentially. So because of that, because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't art I couldn't oversee the projects that our team was working on. No projects were being sent out. And because no projects were being sent out, no money was coming in. And so,
2: yeah, I, but we still had a team of like 10 people. So we're still making <laughs> payroll every two weeks. Um, without bringing in any income. So yeah. the business is basically imploding.
3: And leading up to this point, for probably the, I guess the year leading up to that, I would say, at least, at least six, good six months, solid six months, I had been asking Scott if I could quit the business as it was because I hated how many hours we were working. We were working 60 hours, 80 to 60 to 80 hour weeks, it was, we were miserable in our business. And Scott kept telling me, you can't quit until we come up with a better idea. Like, this is our business. This is how we make our income. You have to come up with a better idea before you're allowed to quit. And um, so us being, you know, me being in the hospital was kind of Scott's turning point to see like, oh, like, If we're, if we're miserable, what the flip are we doing? Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like we were at such a low point, um, being in the hospital, I was in the hospital for a couple of months and experiencing that lowest of lows when it comes to your body's failing you, you know, money is running out, you're making payroll out of your savings. And it's kind of like, you have nothing else to lose. So let's make like, this is the time. If we're going to make a change, this is it. And so that was our huge turning point of, you know, me asking Scott, like, if there's anything that you could you know, do with your life, what would you do? Would it be this? Would you do this? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't want to be doing this. This isn't the life that I want to live. And as a result of that, that's when we pivoted our business. But that is also when we sold everything that we owned and we, um, made steps to buy the camper so that that happened simultaneously both the transition from having a branding studio and a team to building our online branding school and living on the road i did pretty much the same
1: thing i like quit my job like a week before we moved into the rv so <laughs> oh you did yeah. yep Yeah. And my my full-time just, job and then i you know just was running and now i'm just running my business so
3: yeah We've done that like Scott quit his day job a month before we got married yeah. and came full time into the business. So we'd been, when we started Hey Sweet Pea uh, six, six years, years ago, um, Scott was working in the business, but also he had a, a job. He was working 60 hours a week. And so mm. he quit that job um, basically six months after our business started, which was a month before we got married. So we're kind of, wow. we, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes you're just, you know, you have to work and you have to um, plan and prepare, but then sometimes there is a leaping process of
2: yeah. just... Just close something. your eyes and jump. <laughs>
3: no. I mean, you you plan and prepare as much as possible, of course, but um, but there is that, that leap and, you know, it it can lead to some exciting places. And I think that, that for you guys, going from quitting your day job to living in an RV must have been... Such a transition for you. Was that hard for you to transition from one to the other? Um,
1: You know, it was like really liberating for me because I think like running a business is obviously a full-time job and then also having a full-time job and then doing all yeah. the preparations for living in an RV. You know, I was just like, where? Like, I'm so busy right now. And so leaving yeah. that job <laughs> and then finally being on the road, I was like, oh, I just felt like I had been set free, you know, (laughs) and uh, I was really motivated to like get work done because we were on the road. We were seeing all these cool places. And I'm like, well, the more focused I am, the more I get to hang out. So I'm going to be really focused. And
3: um, it forces you not to waste time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's what we've been
0: hearing from other couples as well. It's like it forces you to really prioritize lots of things. Um, yeah, ahead of you know, screwing around, right? <laughs> like scrolling
2: and on, on social media, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, I just, could be out yeah, there like hiking stuff.
3: or whatever.
2: Yeah, all those little things seem to become less and less important.
3: Yeah. yeah, I, I think mean, it comes down to like, too, it's like you're focused on those profitable tasks, like those those tasks that are actually profit generating, going to bring money in and everything else like scrolling on Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, all of those things literally do not matter at all. And they do not bring money and customers and clients and and they don't
2: they don't add your life like that's 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 what it comes down to for us either you know if we're doing something we want it to either be actively adding to our life or adding to our business and if it's not doing one of those two things then it's not worth the time to do
3: yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're very cut and dry that way we're like we want to be all in hustling or all in playing or all in resting we hate the mixture of feeling like guilty because I'm kind of working, but I really just need to rest or I'm kind of resting, but I really need to work. We really like, I like to me, that's like the worst feeling in the entire world. So I tell Scott, like, if I need to like to rest right now, I'm just going to rest and then I'll be ready to actually hustle and get work done. Mm -hmm. Um, But I hate that. Like in between, I think a lot of people live in that in between, like they really just need to take a nap.
2: Yeah. Like (laughs) there's that myth that like being good at multitasking is like, a positive trait
3: it's not <laughs>
2: and it's not it's like not. it's better no. it's mm-hmm. better to just l- eliminate all the things that you know all those balls in the air pick the two that actually matter and ditch all the rest and then it's amazing how much more time you have to focus on those two things yeah, yeah. everything
3: that matters most you actually have time for
0: <laughs> well i mean conversely you know um annabelle told that story i'm currently right now working you know like 50 60 hours a week in this you know my my primary role and i'm like Mm. this is taking a toll on me like mentally physically yeah uh, and it's just you know i'm I'm getting real tired of it (laughs) (laughs) i mean eventually you know i'm i'm hoping to transition out of that and um we've got some ideas in the in the fire for it but yeah i'm like right there with you um scott where when you were working 60 hours that's where i am right now
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah and, and I think, I think you know, we, we definitely preach the message of um, intentionality and, and um, you know, we love entrepreneurship. But I think also, that, like you're saying, like kind of the flip side to it is I think people, whenever they're in a place where they do have to have a job and they have to hustle at a job to make ends meet and to get through the season life they're in, there's almost like this entrepreneurial shame. That, that they start to feel of like mm-hmm. oh man my business like I can't go full time in my business and I'm a failure as a business owner and
3: and some of the big people will tell you that I mean there's a lot of big people out there saying preaching this like if you're not full time and you're not making X amount of money then you are a failure mm. and which is ridiculous and you know it's and it's kind of it has a cycle of shame which is makes me mad but it's there's nothing to be ashamed about there's nothing to be ashamed to be in this season that you're in and one of the things that Scott and I really believe which has actually been a huge um helped us in every season of our marriage is that there are seasons and that's okay Yeah, and kind of
2: like one of the things we're really intentional about is identifying the season we're currently in.
3: And we name it. So we name it as So instead of just season. like
2: instead of just kind of guessing or feeling like you're in limbo, like no, like of the point of this season? What are we doing right now? Like you mm. know, the current season that Elise and I are in a a season focused on healing, right? So we're mm. we're taking the time. We're not working as much. We're not of we're bit of a little we're of a of a you taking the things that would kind of drain our energy and kind of saying no to those things and just focusing kind of inwardly on um, developing ourselves as people. And,
3: and it's tough and, and it's, it's hard. tough because we <laughs> want to be
2: working. But the truth is, you know, we're just, um, you know, we're, we're blessed that we don't, our business is at a place where we don't have to work every single day. And so we're taking that freedom to just focus on this season of, healing. And then, you know, sometimes we go through seasons where it's just a straight up work season and, you know, yeah. we're working crazy hours in our business doing a big project or something. Um, but kind of identifying that season and just kind of embracing it and living in that season and realizing, you know, that there's a reason why, you know, the world was created in seasons, you know, like there's a, fall, every, there's a, winter. a, there's a time for everything. And so, um, you know, just kind of identifying that and embracing it. and then there's there's no need to feel that shame and guilt for the season that you're currently in. Yeah, you know, you can just kind of embrace it and you can own it and you can tell yourself, you know, this isn't forever. this is just for now, and this is this is the season we have to walk through now to get to the next season. And this season is gonna prepare us for the next one. Um, and it's just kind of that those mindset shifts that make it easier to accomplish, those big goals that you want to accomplish because you know you're basically breaking it down into emotional bite sizes yeah. you know to kind of get you there over a period of time totally. so
3: you got to name your season dude you got to name it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, i've got a name for this season for sure but the this, <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't say it, but um, <laughs> yeah. this idea of seasons is kind of like, is a really great way, an analogy or a metaphor, I don't know, I don't know my literary devices, <laughs> um, is a good way to describe like boundaries that you have in place. Um, what are the other yes. boundaries that you have that, um, that, that make sure that you're staying engaged in your marriage as well as your business, especially since you guys are, are the face of your business?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we have, um, <laughs> we have lots and lots of boundaries. Um, like, and one yeah, of the, one we of the love boundaries. One of the things that is important to us is that we're, we don't just um, set boundaries and forget about them. Like, everything is really, um, you know, we're big proponents of, in our business and our life and our marriage, like, evaluating and analyzing things. So we are constantly defining boundaries, setting up new boundaries, reevaluating boundaries, making sure that
3: they're serving us things are working.
2: Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we always say like in our business that we want to be, um, you know, like tracking things and analyzing things. And if it doesn't work, you know, what do we need to do to change it? And, um, you know, if it does work, how can we pour into it more? And, and we kind of take that same discipline into our relationship where we're like constantly just reevaluating things in our relationship. How are we feeling about things? Are things working? Are things not working? Um, What
3: what are areas that we've either become unhealthy or we've allowed other people to treat us in a way that's unhealthy, you know, really, because new things come up. You make new friends. There's new family members. You you're living to a
2: new season. Yeah,
3: you go to a new season. Yeah. Um, you have, you know, your business reaches a new level. Whatever it is, your life is life is changing all the time. So that means that your boundaries need to grow with you. And so because of that, you know, we have boundaries like no iPhones are allowed in the bedroom. So the bedroom's sacred. There's no iPhones allowed in there. Or we always. Put post later grams on Instagram so that we can be in the moment. We're not Mm going to be at Disneyland or at Disney world or on vacation or at the beach and literally sitting there. What do we watch? Like let's edit this photo and then let's, what are we going to write? And then we have to hashtag it. Like, no, we take the photo that we want to take, stick the phone away and then we upload it later. Um, Another boundary would be, you know, just, for us, like this is huge, this is like the overarching boundary of all boundaries is just saying no hmm. all of the time. Like we say yeah. no to everything yeah. that doesn't add to our life and business. So we are caught, con- like we say no way more than probably anybody else that I know. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Which is why I was super happy when you guys said yes to being on our show. Okay. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Like we are so intentional about even interviews and just we're always we're very hyper aware of not just our time, but our energy. And so certain things really drain Scott and I certain situations, certain tasks, certain um things in the business, I guess, certain people, certain social situations, like put Scott and I in a situation where we're one on one with somebody and we literally like are our best versions of ourselves. We like love our lives, but stick us in like a networking group with like a hundred other people in the room and we just leave so drained. It's not that we aren't friendly and not that we aren't having fun, but it really drains all of our energy versus having someone come over and they're sitting on our couch and we're making them um bruschetta and listening to a vinyl like that to us like gives us energy so we're very very aware of you know and we're checking in with each other like hey do you need to sleep in hey like do you need a nap like do you need some tea like where are you and we're constantly checking in to make sure that we are showing up in the day basically as our best selves throughout yeah the entire just being, day. being
2: mindful not just of each other, but also ourselves, you know, like being aware of, you know, instead of me just being grouchy because I'm tired, just acknowledging that I'm tired and communicating hey, I'm tired. And, and taking the time to step up and say, I, I need to, I, I yeah. need a nap, yeah. you know, instead <laughs> of just flying off the rails and being irritable all day, yeah. just like being intentional and being aware of, of ourselves and owning that and, and accepting that it's okay to do some self care.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know? like, and just never, like for us, we, like, I never assume that Scott knows how I'm doing or feeling, even though we've been together, you know, for seven and a half years now, and he's pretty dang good at reading me. I don't ever assume that he knows like hey like I'm in a terrible mood because this situation happened 2 days ago with this, you know, work thing and I'm feel frustrated about it and so I just I I you know, I take the time to actually think through my own feelings about things, my own thoughts about him and that way I can communicate to Scott like, "Hey, the reason that I am completely checked out right now is I'm having a really really hard time with this webinar we did two days ago. I'm not feeling good about it. Can we talk through that real quick? Because I just need to process through... Not this webinar. Not this, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's just that kind of concept of we're always checking in with each other. And that isn't really a boundary, but that's just more of a approach to having a healthy relationship. But... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that has been, I feel like our boundaries are so much a part of our lifestyle now that to me, I'm like, oh, we could talk about this all day, yet at the same time, <laughs> it's so integrated into our lives that I forget that it's not normal for people to have as many boundaries that we do.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: The, the more I hear people living intentionally and having boundaries, the better it is for me because, you know, it's so hard, you know, when you when you first starting out to to put those boundaries in place and to live intentionally, but you know, the more and more mm-hmm. I hear it from everybody, from successful couples like yourselves, you know, the more I'm like prone to wanting to emulate that. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I, I think for me, like, it, even as we were getting started as a business, it, it felt like um, it felt like everything that came up was an opportunity, and there's so much like you know, potential and opportunities, it's hard to say no.
3: And opportunities, Mm -hmm. let's just put those in air quotes right now. Yeah, air
2: quotes. (laughs)
3: Yeah, air quotes around opportunities.
2: Um, And so you kind of feel like, oh, like maybe we should say yes to this because it could lead to something or... You know, and so so your knee jerk reaction is to say yes because there's that mantra of like say yes to every opportunity. You never know where it will take you. You know that whole (laughs) idea. And our thing is like we have a lot of good things here that are going to be neglected if we, and that we're going to lose if we say yes to every opportunity. So you know, let's instead let's protect the things that we have and invest in them and nurture them and grow them, and and that's kind of our attitude with our business and our. Our relationship, where it's like, yeah. you know, we want to say we want to say yes to the right things, but what we always say is, if it's not an immediate yes, it's a no. Yeah,
3: you know, like If we're if, like hemming and hawing over it. It's a no. Like we already know, that it's a no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so totally. you just
2: get really good at saying no. You know, like oh, those people invite us over to dinner, but you know, we we know we're gonna have a big weekend from work and you know we're,
3: we're, gonna, say we're no. gonna say no and and boundaries aren't selfish I think I was I was talking to somebody the other day about this and kind of asking like what's the line between basically self care and selfishness right like when do, you, when do you know where is that line and I think that there is just kind of she was telling me she's a, a counselor and she was saying you know I think selfishness is thrown around a lot in places that it shouldn't be like people use it basically as a manipulative tool. Yeah,
2: way to get you to do something. Yeah, to get you
3: to do something. Like, you're being so selfish. Like, that's them basically manipulating the situation, you know, trying to make you feel bad, feel shame. Um, When you self-care, like, you are your number one responsibility. Taking care of yourself is your number one responsibility. And if you can't care for yourself, there is no way that you can care for your spouse or for your family or for your friends or for your business. Yeah, and you have no capacity, no right. space, no energy. And your body starts to feel you and your brain. And, you know, you start not sleeping well and you start, you know, during the day, and, it, <laughs> yeah. it all starts going downhill. Yeah, real and, fast. And yeah, um, that's why a lot of entrepreneurs experience adrenaline fatigue. They literally... They're working out too hard with like literally working out, you know, in the gym too hard. (laughs) They're working in their business too hard and they're hurting themselves instead of actually realizing that, taking care of themselves and the way that they eat and the way that they sleep and the way that they protect their time and energy actually allows you to expand as a human. Like you have more to actually give because you're protecting what you have, (laughs) if that makes sense. Totally. So we're very protective so that we can really show up. Like we have people staying with us all the time. We have guests. We have, we love serving people like in the middle of the week, like going to to move them or to cook for them or do different things like that. And we couldn't show up that way if we first didn't say no to a lot of stuff.
1: (laughs) I feel you. That may, that really resonates with me. Um, What are, you guys have already kind of hinted at a few of these, but we'd love to know what are some of the rituals that you have uh, to keep you connected in your marriage?
2: Yeah, so we have some like some big things like Elise said earlier, we repeat our honeymoon every six months. It's like the best thing ever. um, dude, that's awesome. And we Yeah. And we do (laughs) that. Nobody
3: does that. It's it's awesome.
2: So whenever we first got married, we um, the uh, the guy who married us, who officiated our ceremony Um, we, we were telling him about our plans and, and, um, so we had booked our honeymoon and we were already like, before we had even gone on our honeymoon, like we kind of are going to want to do this again, like soon. (laughs) So we, we ended up. We ended up booking one for like six months out and we we were talking to him, and we were like, is that okay? Like, is that just frivolous of us to like spend money doing this again? And this
3: guy's been happily married for like thirty-five years. He's the owner of like he owns four banks. So he's like this financial he's like the financial advisor for the state of Louisiana. Like this is like a smart guy. And so we're like, if there's gonna be anybody who's gonna tell us whether we're wasting our money or not, it's gonna be him. Like
2: Yeah, and so so he ended up saying, like, this is like if you keep doing this, this is the best thing that you could ever do. It's for like your the marriage.
3: smartest investment you'll ever make. Hmm.
2: So we really took that as permission to—we're
3: <laughs> to, like, okay,
2: <laughs> to do this every six months. And what's great about it is, you know, we go on a cruise, and there's beyond all the benefits that we have to going on a cruise. One thing that's great is that it's like it's tech-free. Um, mm-hmm. So nowadays, cruise ships are getting more advanced, where there's like Wi-Fi and stuff, but. Um you know like we as soon as we get on the ship we put our phones and you know any electronics in the safe and they stay there for a week you know, like we don't even take wow. pictures or anything. We we're literally, just completely checked yeah, out. For we are a so week.
3: free. We literally like skip around the Disney crew. I it's hard to explain <laughs> unless you go and you do it the way that we do it, essentially. Because we, <laughs> but essentially, what I mean, we literally allow ourselves to check out. We don't take photos. We're not working. And in every single way, shape, and form, our bodies and our brains and our minds were all like decompressing throughout the entire week. So by the time we get to the end of the week, we literally, feel like children like in a good way (laughs) like like very light (laughs) very free and
2: yeah in love and (laughs) yeah yeah. so we do we do that every six months um we do all all of our holidays we turn into date days so thanksgiving uh christmas valentine's day um all day
3: date days yeah
2: they're just all day date days with just the two of us um so we go on like an all day christmas date where um you know we, we do like some normal traditions um but yeah, so we we just have protected holidays for ourselves and kind of isolated them for us so that it's just a way for us to pour into each other.
3: Yeah, um, we, and we do day dates throughout the week. Like yesterday, we went to the movies during the day. Yeah, We're constantly playing together. And that's why we love going to Disney. And that's why we love going to the beach and like playing Frisbee together. And just we're constantly playing. We're in a state of playing. Even at the house, like we'll pull out... Um, Scott's longboard and our house you can there's this one hallway that goes from one end of the house to the other and so we longboard from one end of the house to the other and the dogs <laughs> love it we're play. so like we just are constantly in a state of play and you know we allow ourselves to do we feel like that's important to our well-being and we feel like playing and resting are es- essential parts to the hustle so in in no way is the hustle more important than Um, than us continually having fun, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: resting and playing. Resting and playing, yeah. Yeah, it all has to be
0: balanced. Yep. Those are fantastic rituals, and, you know, I think we should start doing that,
1: babe.
3: What's your plan for six months from (laughs) now? I know,
0: I know. We just got married two
2: weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, you guys, I know, you just... (laughs)
3: Well, this is your permission. Yeah, this is we're
2: giving you permission. It's the smartest we got, thing we that you can do and We got home and we were like,
1: when can we go back? We got married on like a beautiful beach in Belize and we were like, all right, we're ready to go back. So. Yeah,
2: really.
3: Six yeah. months, yeah, well, maybe we should well, go. Yeah, six
2: months, <laughs> <laughs> book your tickets. Awesome. Well, and it
3: just, it's for us, it's just so, I don't know, it's, it's. It's very, I call it a very sacred time because there is no other distractions. It's just me and Scott and that's it. There's, there's nothing else, not the house, not the dogs, not work. And I just think that's what's so special about honeymoon. And I think that so many couples don't make that a priority continuously throughout their lives of like, just me and you, just me and you, you know, Mm um, yeah. Other 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 stuff comes up. There's just so much other stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. D- dentist appointments and you know like insurance and like all this <laughs> adulting that we have to do. Oh, man. Um, and when you go away like that, you can you can take a break and take a breather and be like the literally the only thing that matters today is that I eat and that I hang out with you. That's that's the only thing that matters. So, yeah. um, so yeah, totally. we love that.
0: Those are fantastic rituals. And one of the things that we like to do as a ritual on our show and and really every day is. We uh, like to do this thing called a sweep up. And um, it's when we talk to each other and say, you know, how, what made you feel loved today? And we'd like to invite you, hmm. um, you guys to join us uh, in that kind of yeah. ritual. Um, we can start first and we'll kind of give you show the... Show you how it works. Yes. And then... show yeah, show us sure. the ropes, guys. <laughs> All right, so, Annabelle, what made you feel loved today?
1: Um... It made me feel really loved that – I was going to say that you cooked me lunch or you got me lunch, but I said that the last time. But, man, food just, like, makes me feel really loved. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I just – you know, I had a lot of things um, going on, and I know how busy you are, and just – it makes me feel really loved when you – take time for me and to to, like help me and do things for me even when you're really busy that made me feel really loved
0: oh babe (laughs) and that's even more special because all i did was make you a pbj sandwich
1: dude peanut butter and jelly (laughs) is my love language (laughs) score (laughs) um what made you feel loved today babe
0: um what made me feel loved was in the hecticness of my day which was like back to back to back to back to back conference calls um you went to target and bed bath and beyond and got some decorations for inside the house we have a photography thing appointment tomorrow for inside the RV and outside the RV and you wanted to make it look nice for for that and it's kind yeah. of a mess right now and <laughs> you're like cleaning it up and making it look super nice in here and i didn't have anything to do with that but <laughs> i completely trust your design eye and i love you for for doing that for us.
1: You're welcome, babe.
0: And what about you guys? Um, that that's good. basically how it works. <laughs> you yeah. ask each other, what made the other feel loved?
2: All right, Elise, what made you feel loved today?
3: Well, today and yesterday too, you did this yesterday, but... No, don't um, take yesterday. Okay, I'm just saying for, <laughs> you did it two days in a row. Um, I just love when you come up with kind of spur of the moment ideas and don't even like tell me necessarily what we're doing, but you're like, hey, like, I'm going to go take you to do this fun thing. And so today when you took me, I, we have a brand new world market that's close to us. Mm. And so, um, we haven't lived we're near one in a long time and I love world market. So when, uh, mm-hmm. when you're like, Hey, let's go to world market. And yeah. I just love those like little surprises that you do so that I'm, even if it's something simple, like, hey, let's go get tea or let's do this. Like, it really makes me feel so loved when you just come up with those little ideas.
0: Yeah. Aw. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. So it's my turn. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> Scott's <laughs> looking at me like, babe.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I can't you.
3: Um, okay. So the question is, what did I do? To make you feel loved today? Yeah? Yes. How did you feel loved today? That,
2: that is the question. <laughs> um, so I, I, um, I, as you know, Elise, but everyone else might not know, I don't sleep very well usually. Um, and so um, you, on the other hand, are a morning person and you wake up very excited for the day and rearing <laughs> to go. And um, today you let me sleep in, which... Um, I know you get antsy just laying there (laughs) waiting, (laughs) waiting for me to wake up. Um, but, but, um, yeah, you let me sleep in, which is good because I didn't sleep a lot last night. So, um, yeah, it just felt like you were, you cared more about, um, about me getting rested and feeling good for the day than, um, you know, having, having a buddy to hang out with first thing whenever you were all energized and ready to go.
3: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I let you sleep in a lot. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think that's,
0: that's it's also, not uncommon. That's also Annabelle's love language. Yeah, sleeping, sleeping
1: in. in. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. <now. Nice. laughs> but well, yeah, we started doing that like very early in our relationship and we've just loved, it helped us really get to know each other and also like acknowledge those you know those small little moments that, like, you know, being in a relationship isn't always about the like grand gestures and the, you know, while the, the big things are are awesome, it's like the little stuff that people do every day that sometimes doesn't get yeah. appreciated. So. Yeah, That's yeah, why for we
0: sure, love
3: that. absolutely.
0: <laughs> so before wrapping up it's our, it's
3: a good show, ritual. Yeah.
0: So before wrapping up our show today, we wanted to just acknowledge you guys. For being so generous with your time and opening up your lives, your your marriage, um, your business to us, I feel like I know you already. I always hear Annabelle listening to your guys, <laughs> <laughs> to your online classes, and I'm like, oh, these guys sound super familiar. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, we go way back. I know, I know. That's I know. so funny. Yeah, so hopefully
1: um, a Disney date in December is is in our future. <laughs> We're gonna be in Florida.
3: I'm gonna. I
1: would love.
2: Nice. Florida
3: yes. is a very is like the best place to winter. We feel like.
2: Yeah, yeah that's sure. what we're doing. We spent all of our winters <laughs> in Florida. Yeah, awesome. So. Well,
3: there's so many. Definitely book those campgrounds ahead of time. Oh
2: yeah. Dude, we did it like a yeah, year cool. in advance.
1: We took your advice.
3: Okay. We're like good. All booked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Um, awesome. Before, before we go, we just wanted to give you guys a, a chance to um, tell our listeners, you know, anything that you are currently promoting or how how they can get in touch with you and check out your. Um, Check out your classes.
3: Awesome. Yeah. So the best way to just kind of like dig into. <laughs> what we do, our world. In our world, I guess, the best way to get started is to go to myownirresistiblebrand.com backslash free training. Um, and if you do that, if you go to myownirresistiblebrand.com backslash free training, you can get access to whatever free training we have going on at the time. So that basically means no matter when you listen to the podcast episode, we will have something we need for you um, that'll be ready for you that you can just dig in and start learning right away. Oh my goodness, that was
1: such a good episode. I feel like we could have talked to them for another several hours, but Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed that show as much as we did, you can find the show notes for today's episode at slash episode 58 where we'll have all the links to things that we mentioned and also where you can find those uh, free trainings from Hey Sweepy.
0: Yeah, and if you are into Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, we are there. Find us at Swept Together. It's not hard to do. <laughs> and oh, and rate us on iTunes.
1: Yeah, we would love to hear um, what your takeaways were from this episode. What inspired you? What motivated you? Um, what did you relate to? We just want to hear from you. Um, we really just love. The feedback that we're getting from our listeners, it means a lot to us. So reach out um, on whatever your preferred method of social communication is. And
0: uh, yeah, and if you are just as inspired as us, you know, I was right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And something that. Wait, hold on. Yeah. And something I took away from this interview was just how intentional Scott and Elise were in their marriage i mean also their their business but you know they were really they had like set boundaries for mm-hmm. them I, I feel like they have really good boundaries for themselves for their business for their marriage where what they're willing to do what they're willing to do for their marriage and mm-hmm. their relationship and i think that really helps them and their and their relationship
1: yeah and i think I can speak for both of us when I say that we are definitely gonna become honeymooners for life after hearing them talk about the way that they celebrate their honeymoon every six months. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I think the we The beaches of Belize are calling.
0: We think that <laughs> I mean we already started talking about like how many trips we need to plan every year, right? In like,
1: infinity trips. Well, I mean yeah. But yes. But I yeah. <laughs> like,
0: specific trips we talked about, you know, planning at least four per year and i think we already talked about i mean we were inspired by scott and elise we were like okay we need to do at least four trips you know one just the two of us one with friends one with like you and your girlfriends Mm -hmm. and then me and my guy friends i guess that counts as that counts as the trip one trip each so then we end up going on three trips yeah,
1: and of course, that's not including like visiting our family and stuff like that, which we, right, right. we would do. But yeah, I just really loved the intentionality of that. And I think we were the same way where we like hadn't even been married for three days. And we were like, OK, when can we come back to Belize? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're on board with that for sure.
0: Yeah. And um So thanks for tuning in this week, guys, and uh, thanks for listening. We really enjoyed putting this show together for you. I know Annabelle was really excited. Yay! And if nothing else, you know, we got to talk to Scott and Elise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys probably got a lot out of it, too. We really appreciate all of your encouragement and support as we put together this podcast every week. It's just one of our favorite times.
0: Yeah, and until next time, love you guys. Love you
1: guys. hello 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 you guys have cool sounding voices i'm not gonna lie
0: no i'm not doing the segue sound
1: oh what sound are you doing
0: the segue sound would just be like two wheels turning no i'm doing a wayne's world sound
1: oh okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: yeah